You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. So I went to the um, ophthalmologist for my eye exam. I usually go yearly. He says, what are you doing? And I told him about Balance of Nature. He said, well, whatever you're doing, keep it up. My primary doctor, she couldn't get over how much better I was doing. She said she'd never seen anything like it. I hope this is really kicking off because it's, it's been a godsend, I'm telling you. I mean, I'm a pharmacist, and for two years, I haven't had a cold. Balance of Nature has impacted my life in a positive way. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-246-8751. 1-800-246-8751. 1-800-246-8751. For the weekend of Friday, December 4th, 2020, our 25th year on the air. Yes, this is Into Tomorrow from the Dexcom G6 Studios. Make knowledge your superpower. For managing type 1 diabetes, visit dexcom.com. I am Dave Graveline, like the announcer fella said. I'm Chris Graveline, like the announcer fella didn't say. Yeah, because you don't want him to, because you don't want your name on the logo. That's right. So Cameron, one of these days, is going to have his name on the logo because you refuse. And his, of course, very popular mantra. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. Is going to just make perfect sense then. And if you call in in the next few weeks, you can win something that maybe you just want to re-gift for somebody else. It'll save you from having to buy a Christmas present. You know, that's true. And a lot of our listeners have said, you know what, I, I just appreciate you answering my question and having the show. But if you want to send me a little something, great. And if is it okay if I can't use it that I can gift it? Absolutely. Just keep the uh, From Into Tomorrow sticker on it. That's all we ask. <laughs> maybe we'll get a new new listener. But then they'll say, wait a minute. He didn't buy that gift for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you can peel it off if you want. They're not permanent. Yeah. The point is, we want you to call in and participate on the program. And, of course, year-round, but especially during the holiday season, because that's even more fun and cool. And we like to send out lots of goodies to our audience for participating. Maybe you have some additional help for a listener following some of our answers for them. You know, we don't know everything. Almost everything, and we do claim to know most everything, but once in a while, (laughs) it's always nice to hear from listeners who help other listeners by saying, hey, here's what I tried. You can tell so-and-so to give this a shot, and we'll put you on the air with that information. That qualifies you for prizes, too. Or if you've got a digital dilemma we can solve, we want to help you. And what's the best way that folks can call in with any consumer tech question, comment, issue, or otherwise? Well, that would be with the free Into Tomorrow app. Okay. That's the well, best thanks way. so much. And the easiest way. And how does one obtain such a thing? In your favorite app store. As long as that favorite app store is either the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. You, right. And for your appropriate phone and or tablet. Yes. Okay. doesn't have to be an iPhone or an iPad. It could be, and if so, you're going to go to the Apple Store. If you want it to work. Excuse me. 
or, of course, any Android device as well, and then you would go to the Google Play Store. Yeah, well, see, you mean, you, you've been having some problems with your phone lately, and you've been wondering how to fix it. And I told you, just get an iPhone, but you refuse. No. But how to fix it is just not get a Samsung phone. Yeah, well, they're just a waste of your hard-earned money anyway. Yeah, well, because so now Samsung Electronics says they have plans to offer an updated version of their large-screen Galaxy Note phone, except they don't have plans to do such a thing. They said they're not going to do that next year and will instead steer its resources toward developing foldable handsets. Sources at Samsung point to sharp declines in sales of flagship phones. Imagine that. They say as a result of COVID-19 pandemic excuses. Um, no. How about because Samsung artificially charges way too much money for them? That's what I'd go with. Has nothing to do with the pandemic. Samsung, like other companies, are trying to blame that. So no Note 21, and instead they want you to spend a fortune on a Galaxy Z Fold 3 with S Pen support. 9 to 5 Google reports that the Galaxy S21 Ultra also is expected to make its appearance next year with S Pen capabilities, but without a spot to place the pen in. Great. Yeah, great thinking, Samsung. Well, you know, what rocket scientists are they using? So just yet another reason why I am abandoning Samsung Mobile now. Well, and their phones, you know, you could probably find a phone for half the price and it would work just as well as theirs anyway. Oh, if not better and more dependable in the long run. So if you're thinking of buying somebody an Android phone for Christmas, look at anything other than Samsung. Unless you're buying it for like an X. Now, that's true. Yeah, Someone you hate, go ahead and get them a Samsung phone. Because clearly, their PR people don't even know how to spell PR. But I digest. All right. You, you get off your soapbox now? No. I, I will stay on it okay. throughout the show and over the next many weeks to remind people what not to buy this holiday season. How about some additional tech news from you? Yeah, okay. Well, you can add another network to the streaming wars. Uh, Discovery, home of HGTV, Food Network, and Discovery Channel's annual Shark Week, is entering the streaming space with Discovery Plus. Oh, my God. I thought they were already streaming stuff. Well, they were doing stuff from the Discovery Channel, but now they've come out with their own streaming service. And it's uh. like the CBS All Access, which apparently is being rebranded, and mm-hmm. and then all these other... So they're charging, Max. of course, right. for this. Right. It'll start with a four ninety nine. Um, ad-supported tier, and then a six ninety nine ad-free option. Now, the streaming service will launch on January 4th, and the company aims to bring the service, they say, to more than 25 countries around the world over the next year. Um, each subscriber's account will allow up to five different profiles and four concurrent streams. Wow. But it's funny, because this is what I was saying even like two years ago when we first started cutting the cord and talking about that. I said, mm-hmm. eventually, it's going to catch up to us, and it's going to start costing us a lot more money to cut the cord than it was being when we were being ripped off by cable companies. And you know what's sad about that is all these cable companies that suck to begin with, we're sitting back going, yeah, okay, go ahead, cut the cord, see what happens, you'll come crawling back to us. Not... Because you haven't ca- gone crawling back to your cable company. You've just picked and choose and decided what you're going to spend money on and right. what well, you don't need. Right. Well, and after uh, Hulu's latest price increase, which I talked about last week, I cut the cut cord. You I, cut the cord that had went, been cut. I went to Hulu Live TV to cut the cord, and then I cut the cord from them because they got way too expensive. And yet, see, that's why we've continued to suggest things like Tableau. You can get over-the-air TV for free, and it's got a built-in DVR with two tuners. Now, yeah, you're not going to get HBO and Showtime on it and all that kind of stuff, but if if you really want to pay for that, fine. Then you go to your uh, cable provider or 
satellite. Ugh. Or you just subscribe to that channel's app. Like HBO right. has HBO Max. You could subscribe to that and just watch it streaming on the streaming device. Sure. And yet it still gets very confusing for old people like me. Because, like, the other day, I was thinking, I, I want to watch something, but where the heck do I get it? <laughs> I'm constantly confused. Wait a minute, is that Prime? No, because I don't pay for Prime. Um, I use somebody else's account. Or, is wait, is, is could that be CBS All Access? No, no, wait, it's not. Oh, it's on Netflix. No, no, it's not. It's So I spend half an hour looking for a show and then just give up and say, what's on my DVR anyway? Well, yeah. and that's why I turn to places like Google, because they have a new thing where you can search for, like, a show name like I just as I'm as I'm saying that I did a search for Big Bang Theory on Google. Okay. And it came up with these results and it tells you every streaming service that it's available on and Does it tell you if it's free or not? It tells you um, you can also go in your settings on your Google account and tell it which services you subscribe to. I uh-huh. I have an account with HBO Max through you. <clears throat> I, didn't, I didn't say that. No, of course right. not. No. Nope. But it knows so it tells me I can watch this on HBO Max because I've subscribed to it. Uh-huh. It also tells me that it's available on YouTube from $1.99 an episode or iTunes for $1.99. So that kind of a thing can make it easier to find things you want to watch. Awesome. And that's just asking that's Google? Just, that's just Googling. Just Google the title and it'll come up. Well, i got to remember that next time. <laughs> you know, Hey, Google, where's where do I find such and such a show? And it'll say, good luck with that. Or yeah. I've checked and Wikipedia says <laughs> or something goofy. Oh, so did your ring cameras and a ton of other stuff not work the day before Thanksgiving? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we found out why. Not only were they ring camera problems, that was the least of their worries. Of course, remember, Amazon owns ring camera anyway, so it's another Jeff Bozo's production. But their AWS service, which is Amazon... Amazon Web Services. Web Services services, went down. And so imagine all these people, including our own CIA, (laughs) were in trouble because... Amazon's Amazon Web Services Services, <laughs> what a stupid name, died. And this was happening for hours. Uh-huh. So that was kind of interesting, well, wasn't it? Yeah. And I'm thinking, in my case, it's just the stupid ring cameras that I stupidly installed. Mm-hmm. You know, meanwhile, the CIA probably lost a lot of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just found that interesting because folks were asking us about their ring cameras and a few other things. But like I said, that was the least of their worries. They had major issues. And so many companies, government agencies, et cetera, depend on AWS. They make a lot of money. I hope they gave a huge discount to all those people. Yeah, no. Of course not. If they're like Comcast, then when you have an outage, you know, you call and they'll give you like a you – know, I think I called one time when I still had their cable and I was out for like three days. And they calculated it and I got like an $8.27 credit or something on my account. <laughs> well, almost buy a sandwich yeah. or something. Or in this case, they'll say, no, it was not our fault. It was raining in Utah somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that could have been it. The Vatican is investigating how the official Instagram account of Pope Francis liked a photo of a model in a schoolgirl outfit. What? <laughs> well, uh-oh. There's a, apparently you know, this big-time Instagram model that posted a picture of herself wearing a schoolgirl outfit, and mm-hmm. apparently the official Pope Francis account liked the photo. Now, a spokesperson for the Vatican told NBC News that it was seeking answers from the popular social media app. Of course, you know, lay the blame on Instagram. Of course, Um, yeah. Matteo Bruni, director of the Vatican press office, said, uh, we are studying what happened with the help of the competent office at Instagram. That's, I guess, their way of trying to make it sound better since they're blaming Instagram. Yeah. Um, A team apparently runs the Pope's social media accounts, but the Vatican believes that the like came from an outside source. 
Gucci, do you think? <laughs> because no doubt the Pope doesn't run his own Twitter accounts or any other anti-social media. But for the account of the Pope <laughs> to like a girl in a school a schoolgirl outfit yeah, is that, a little creepy. Yeah, and that model joked on Twitter saying, well, at least I'm going, I'm going to heaven. <laughs> well, who knows? Interesting. Well, stay on that story because I want to find out if anybody competent can tell us how that happened. Yeah. Interesting. According to data provider Adobe Analytics, Americans spent a record-setting $9 billion online on Black Friday alone this year. Did you spend some of that $9 billion on Black Friday? A couple. A couple billion? It seems like it. Man, am I overpaying you. <laughs> that was a 22% increase over the previous record of $7.4 billion set in 2019. And, of course... We chalk a lot of that up to people just having to shop from home, period. Black Friday, even though a lot of stores were open, a lot of people were not social distancing to go to those stores. But at least there were online options. Nine billion dollars spent online just on Black Friday, not even Cyber Monday. Which might be why uh, Walmart decided for their Walmart Plus customers to drop. Apparently they had a $35 minimum order for free shipping. And they dropped that requirement for their members to try to be more in line with Amazon. Because, of course, uh, Amazon, if you're a Prime member, you have no minimum. But, but if you're not a, what is it, Walmart Plus Walmart member, Plus. you pay for shipping? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uber's ambitious effort to launch a flying taxi service is coming in for a landing. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> According to Axios, the ride-hailing company has agreed to sell its Uber Elevate division to a secretive startup called Joby Aviation. The news comes as their CEO attempts to push the company closer to profitability, which includes the sale of the money-losing parts of the business. The company is also said to be exploring the sale of its autonomous vehicle division. Oh, really? Because apparently Uber still isn't making money these days, so they're trying to get to where they can actually make some money. What suckers continue to invest in a company like that that doesn't make any money? I have no idea. I mean, they're thinking, well, eventually we'll get some of our money back, but they don't, and it, no. they just keep losing. And you would have thought that with, over the last several months, with more and more people using things like Uber Eats, that maybe they would have turned a profit. But and didn't they just yet. buy Postmates? They bought Postmates, yeah. <laughs> with what money, since they're not making any? Exactly. Oh, you want to be profitable, stop buying companies. See, that's the problem with us. We're just a small family operation. Yeah. You know, a fledgling radio network for 25 years doing this show, struggling for advertisers just to keep you paid because I don't draw a salary. And we should just become a really, really big company and go into billions of dollars of debt and pay me and then go bankrupt or something. There you go. Works for me. All right, let's, let's work on that in the new year, all right? All right. That'll, that'll be our, our resolution. Yeah. This has been a tough year for retail, and according to the walkthrough marketing experts at ZenReach, brick-and-mortar retail and restaurant establishments could be in for a very difficult winter. No surprise to most people. They released data forecasting a downward trend in brick-and-mortar shopping rates at the nation's retailers and restaurants between now and the end of the year. Last year, at this time, the seven-day rolling average of walk-ins was just over 500,000. The current seven-day rolling average is under 200,000 walk-ins, sitting at 35% of last year's normal. ZenReach predicts by the end of 2020, which is coming very soon, a couple of weeks, retail will dip to 20 1.5% of the 2019 normal should this trend hold, and I'm sure it will, even with some holiday shopping. 
So that tells you some very important things, including if you have favorite local stores and you want to support those small businesses, please do. I mean, if you need to go into the store, do what you got to do and shop there. If not, shop online from them. Yeah, and support you, those businesses. And if you do shopping online, you know, use sites like Etsy or um, we've talked about uh, the Gromit, which I've been seeing advertised on TV because those are all basically small businesses. They're like, it's almost like a, a super mall kind of for small businesses to go on and, uh, and sell their products. So. Good. So then, yeah, support those smaller businesses because, you know, Wally World's not going anywhere. Kmart, tar- Kmart. <laughs> are they still around? Uh, they went somewhere. Uh, Target is not going to disappear, you know, things like that. But these smaller businesses that are struggling to just stay open, let alone in business, like us, are going to have serious problems. So do business with those small businesses. Debbie in Raleigh, North Carolina, listening on News Radio 680 WPTF. Hello, Debbie. I really have two concerns. One is about the ultra Wi-Fi device or similar products. I wanted to know if it would be of any help since sometimes the computer drops connections and other things happen with some of the other devices. There are too many devices and only one Wi-Fi. The other thing is when you ask Google a question, and you're totally blind, she will not give you the answer. She will say, here it is, and show it on the stupid screen. Now, my other device, which is from Amazon, is far better. That's the question and the comment. I love your program. Well, thank you so much, Debbie. We love you, too. We hadn't heard about the Ultra Wi-Fi device, but looking at their site, there are some reasons to go a different way. It seems to be targeted at users that don't know what a Wi-Fi booster is. So they advertise features like no monthly fee, which will be true of any similar device. They also advertise that it's just plug and play. You plug it into the wall and devices connect to it and you're done. That's probably not true for any connection that uses a password. For example, these devices need to connect to the original network that they're trying to extend. Yeah, there are lots of clearly very biased reviews on very suspicious sites as well. So this looks more like a black hat SEO campaign to boost a mediocre product. Now, there are equivalent products priced similarly from better known brands like the TP-Link AC1750 or the D-Link DAP1650. They'll do the same thing and they're more likely to work as advertised. Now, if you can afford about 200 bucks, you may be better off looking into an out-of-the-box mesh system like an Eero, a Netgear Orbi, or Google home. Those are built to do what you'd be doing with these extenders and to do it in a more seamless way. They will also most likely get you much faster speeds if you're on a gigabit connection. Yeah, so Debbie, uh, let us know what you end up doing. Sorry about your second comment, but unfortunately you're right in many cases there. Uh, But hang in there and we'll see how we can hopefully continue to help you into tomorrow. What if people with type 1 diabetes had the power to manage their condition without finger sticks? To always know their glucose levels and where they're heading with just a glance at their smart device. To customize alerts and alarms to help keep them in range. All this knowledge powered by a small wearable. Introducing the Dexcom G6. Make knowledge your superpower. For a list of compatible smart devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G6 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions.
Hi, Dave and Chris. I'm uh, calling you to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I listen to your show every week, and I love it. And to all my friends in Hawaii, I want to say Mele Kalikimaka and Haole Makahikiho. Wait, was he was he cursing? I, I, don't, I don't think know. so. But I don't think so. Yeah, I think we're okay. I don't think we have to hit the dump button or anything. Yeah. That's good because we don't use a dump button anymore. Exactly. Yeah, because we trust everybody. But thank you, Nolan <laughs> and Henderson. We appreciate that. And if you would like to join Nolan and a whole bunch of other listeners in wishing our audience and us a happy holidays, um, yeah, here we say Merry Christmas. No problem with that. Um, and if you have a problem with that, say whatever you want to say. But it's the holidays, and we would love to have your Christmas greeting. Try to keep it under 30 seconds or so. But let us know. Maybe you want to say hi to the troops, and you want to thank them for their service, and law enforcement, and first responders, and whatever you'd like to do, send your greeting. The best possible scenario is just use the Into Tomorrow app. The audio option. We'll add the music. Don't worry, because we have licensed music, so we don't want you adding music. We'll do that. And we appreciate that. Let us know and send it with the app. We'll get it on the air. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live or work. Text the word radio to 35000 for more info. Again, text the word radio to 35000. This is an important announcement for anyone who wants health insurance, even if you miss the deadline. That's right. Don't worry if you miss the deadline for open enrollment. Right now, you can get the health insurance you and your family need from top insurance providers, even if you have pre-existing conditions or no insurance at all. The Plus Benefits Health Insurance toll-free number has been extended to help anyone who wants health insurance coverage now or anyone who just needs a better plan or a lower price. Did you miss the penalty deadline, have a baby, get married, or get dropped from your plan? Don't worry. Plans are available now, and in just minutes, we will help you find the right plan that's best for you and your budget. Call Plus Benefits Health Insurance now at 800-332-1993. The call is 100% free and the help is real. You can finally get health insurance that's right for you. But hurry and get covered before it's too late. Call 800-332-1993 now to find the best plan at the lowest price. Call 800-332-1993. That's 800-332-1993. 800-332-1993. back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline in our 25th year on the air covering consumer tech, the latest in products and services, gadgets and gizmos, all sorts of cool tech available today and into tomorrow. And of course, we thank you for joining us, but thank you in advance for calling in and participating on the program. You can do that anytime at your convenience, 24-7. If you've got a consumer tech question, if you've got uh, maybe help, additional help for one of our listeners, you'd like to add to our answer or debate our answer, whatever the case, that's fine. We want to hear from you. And the best way is to use the free Into Tomorrow app and the audio option on the app. Or the old-fashioned way still works. It's toll-free from anywhere in North America, 800 899 into 800-899-4686. 
Our next guest is with a leading provider of virtual science labs to over 3 million students all around the world. Pretty fascinating stuff. The founder and CEO of a company called Labster is Michael Jensen. Michael, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How are you? Hi, Dave. Uh, doing great. Thanks so much. And, uh, yeah, it's great to be here today. Well, we're happy to have you because what you guys are doing is really fascinating. And, of course, like a lot of online and virtual classes uh, since the pandemic, you've been able to grow, which is fortunate. But what you're doing is, is very unique, I think, and, and certainly very different in terms of helping uh, 3 million students around the world with science. Since we cover technology and science and that sort of thing, it certainly drew our attention. And I want to remind our radio audience. Have no fear if you hear us referring to videos and showing you things. Keep your eyes on the road if you're driving, but visit us at intotomorrow.com and see the video where Michael is showing us some of this. Tell me first a little bit about Labster, and then let's get into exactly what you guys are doing. Yeah, perfect. So I think that the simplest analogy I can give is essentially a flight simulator uh, for teaching pilots or training pilots, except we are training the next generation of scientists in the wonders of science. And so we essentially created a fully immersive 3D interactive laboratory that not only allows the students to experiment with science in unlimited open-ended ways, but even also allow the students to go on field trips uh, out into the field to gather samples and, and do real research and apply their knowledge and science to real world cases. And in fact, we can even take the students to Mars, to other planets, to learn about physics on the moon, for instance. And we can do really incredible, exciting things once we really take the world of gamification and gamified learning uh, into the science education. In fact, I love the fact that you talk about the laboratory uh, because you're, for example, right now, uh, Zoom videoing with us from Zurich, Switzerland. So clearly, it doesn't matter where on the planet you are, you can still be involved in science and virtually any place in, on the planet or in the universe for that matter. Yeah, correct. And in fact, we are now helping students all over the world. Our primary market has always been uh, in North America and U.S. specifically and uh, worked for, for now more than eight years to create these incredible uh, learning experiences, really for teachers and students. Um, but here during the pandemic, we really saw a massive uh, boost uh, in demand, of course, around the world. As, as COVID hit, uh, there was a, a huge spike in, in the need for this type of solution that allowed the teachers to move their education, their science education fully online. Uh, so it's something we've always, always been doing for many years, especially in, in hybrid formats where students would prepare at home anywhere, uh, just as homework before they go into the real physical labs. And so you can imagine uh, students uh, receiving an assignment, uh, a homework assignment, where the mission is to uh, play a game, where they have to go to Mars, to another planet, to gather samples and go into the lab and rehearse to prepare for the next uh, in-classroom or in-lab uh, exercise and workshops. So, uh, so yeah, so we're really excited about this technology and, and was actually helping uh, yeah, teachers and students around the world already pre-COVID, but now during COVID have seen uh, up towards a 20x increase in the use uh, Usage, uh, which is uh, quite mind-boggling. I'm happy our servers didn't go down. We were, oh my gosh, uh, yes. A lot of pressure at some point, especially in, uh, during back to school, uh, but we managed and, and uh, are really happy and proud how we've been able to, to help you now millions of students around the, the world really continue their education here, even during COVID, they can continue it. And in many cases, 
actually this has been a way for for teachers and students to experience and, and open up the um, their eyes to new ways of teaching to use technology in the classroom in new ways whereas previously you were typically uh, maybe not be as encouraged to try out new things because you had a, a very good uh, kind of standard way of teaching uh, science but covid forced of course many many teachers to now really look around for what are the alternative solutions out there and and labs three we've been uh, out there really helping uh, as much as we possibly can during this important uh, time to, to support all the teachers and students. And just as importantly, it sounds like when we're finally back to a new normal, whatever that is, right, <laughs> that uh, uh, teachers will still be able to use Labster in their classrooms so that it's not uh, just a virtual from home kind of a thing with an assignment uh, and yet still have those options as well. Yeah, and I, I think that's one of the, uh, if, we, if we can highlight some positive things of COVID is that it has forced certain types of innovations to take place. And uh, especially in ed tech and in education, we definitely see teachers uh, in unfortunate ways being forced to try out and to really suddenly throw everything up in the air and say, what can we do? How can we help the students continue their learning? Yeah. Um, but I, what we see more and more now is teachers as they try Labster and get the both the feedback and experience themselves, but also the feedback from the students and see see how uh, the students are reacting to this new way of uh, using gamified education as part of their classroom learning is really an eye-opener for, for many teachers. So I'm really, really proud with, with the, um, that when COVID hit here earlier this year, that we made a decision to make Labster completely freely available for any school that was affected uh, by COVID-19 wow. uh, and essentially enabled uh, thousands uh, of, of teachers around the world, especially in North America, to take free training as well on how to teach uh, science online. Uh, we had yeah, thousands of teachers join in in webinars. It was an incredible experience and uh, uh, really uh, sort of humbled by the opportunity we had to help so many teachers at that time. Uh, and now we're proud to see and, and also hear from the teachers how they have seen the benefits of Labster also post-COVID, that this is something that can actually help education even outside of COVID by using technology to improve the uh, the way we teach students today. Kudos to you guys. And, and I, we thank you for your service in this sense as well, because I don't know how you can stay in business doing all the cool virtual classes that you can do. Uh, but it's great that Labster is is able to do that and, and, and allow students and teachers to have the same impact. Can you show us a, another video, perhaps, from your yeah. perspective uh, of the kinds of things maybe take us virtually somewhere and, and show us a, to, uh, for a couple of minutes here. Yeah, I would love to show you here a video um, where uh, we essentially um, show, uh, this is a short little uh, demo demonstration of the many things you can do when you start virtualizing uh, science education. But really, I want to say that it's only your imagination that sets the limits here. Wow. We can take the students out into the world and explore science in whole new ways that we couldn't even do in the physical labs today. So, of course, one of the really exciting things is that uh, we can give access for students to a fully equipped million dollar laboratory with open-ended, unlimited learning, all the equipment you can imagine. But not only that, as you can see in some of these clips here, we, we take the students into the equipment, inside the laboratory equipment, so that they not only understand how to use the equipment, but also what happens inside. What even happens inside a, a sample, for instance, when you do run a PCR uh, test, for instance, uh, as part of COVID here. What is actually going on inside the PCR machine? And how is the DNA replicating such that we can actually perform these important COVID tests. 
All of those things are things we cannot do in the physical lab, but in the virtual environment, we can really immerse the students in the educational uh, experience here. Truly is fascinating. I mean, everything from various DNA things to microscopes and other things in the lab that one would expect to see and use uh, is all there, and and it just looks truly fascinating. I mean, this is well-produced. This is not, you know, uh, just a whiteboard that you put on video. This is really excellent stuff. (laughs) We work really hard on this also. Thank you so much, and I I will share this with the whole team. So we have more than 100 people uh, right now working incredibly hard every single day to create all these immersive, interactive experiences. And what I also think is important to highlight is that we we really work together with teachers, learning scientists, game designers, and, and scientists to bridge all these different fields of expertise to really think about how can we create the best possible experiences for the students to understand these otherwise very complex and hard-to-teach topics. And so it's, it's really a perfect way also for the teachers to engage their students in the science topics, which is typically one of the harder things to do in science because you have limited budgets and, and may, may not be able to take the students on a field trip to Mars, for instance. It's <laughs> not that many teachers will get that opportunity. But here in, in the virtual worlds, we can actually do that. Uh, and so, so I'm really excited about the opportunities that we can provide uh, teachers. Uh, what we, for instance, also do is start to use the insights of how students are operating and navigating the laboratories. And then we give the teachers a full dashboard, an overview of how their students are performing and where the students are struggling the most, which is perfect for the teachers then in the follow-up lectures that they can go in and address either individually with individual students or as a kind of more broader lecture for the whole class, address the topics that are most challenging for the for the students in, in that specific classroom. Wow, and I can just imagine students going home at the end of a, of a school day and, uh, and the parent says, hopefully, uh, so what'd you do in school today? Oh, I went to Mars. I, what? You know, yeah, we could do that with Labster. So that's kind of cool, too, because it just continues to proliferate uh, the good things that you and your team are working on uh, to help students globally be able to learn so much more. And what are the most popular uh, subjects that you find that, that people are clamoring for, whether it's students or teachers saying, we want more of this? What would this be? So, so, so typically it's any, any area or topic that is either too dangerous or too time-consuming or too expensive to teach in the physical labs. So if we can suddenly give the teachers the opportunity to provide their students with these uh, open-ended experiences, those are typically some of the very popular uh, experiences. Um, but what we also see is things such as lab safety, for instance, or chemistry safety, where you actually you want to create, you want to simulate what actually happens if there is an accident in a laboratory oh. and how do you as a student react very fast and in the best possible way to that. Those things you don't want to simulate in a real physical lab. No. Only in, you know, very limited. <laughs> yeah, what you do in school today, we, we burn the school down. I mean, no, that's not the yeah. good thing. <laughs> but, but you want to prepare the students for those scenarios, and what, that's actually things we can do in these virtual environments. Wow. So those are incredibly popular and very important uh, types of scenarios. But then, as you said, if we can take the students to Mars to learn about certain new exciting topics, it can even also, in, what we actually did in, in ecology is we invent an entire new planet that we and we gave the students a spaceship that they could travel to Estacus 5, this new planet we created, where they could learn about ecology in whole new ways with different types of animal species, which actually was proven in research to help students understand concepts 
more deeply and then apply that understanding to uh, animals here on Earth. And those types of uh, learning science research and innovations are also things that I'm, I'm really proud of our team creating and building into these learning simulations. So, so really high quality. In fact, I, I like to say that Every simulation that we create, and we have hundreds of them here today, is, is really a, a little masterpiece in itself that has so many hours of great work and, and innovation has gone into, yeah. uh, into And as well, you should be proud by all means. I wish we had more time to see more and to learn and hear more. We just have to get you back on the show again soon because there is so much be, more to cover. Right. <laughs> oh, we'd yes. love to have you. Michael Jensen is the founder and CEO of Labster, L-A-B-S-T-E-R, like lobster, only lab. <laughs> and a, of course, and dot com, yeah. yeah, and dot com, exactly. And of course, we'll get you to his site like we do with all of our guests when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Michael, thanks so much for coming on and spending a few minutes with us. And please keep up the good work on behalf of students and teachers around the world. Thank you, Dave. It was an honor to be here. Thanks so much. Our pleasure, Michael Jensen with labster.com. I'm Dave Graveline. We continue bringing you further into tomorrow. Stay tuned right here on the Advanced Media Network. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-296-1440. 800-296-1440. 800-296-1440. Again, that's 800-296-1440. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. 800-296-1440. Hey Dave, this is Joey Reynolds wishing you a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, a Happy Holidays. Uh, I love your broadcast. I'm going to see you at the CES in January, and I know you're going to broadcast from there, and you're going to be holding up all the new things. You are amazing, and you've done the best job that anybody ever could for the history of that organization. And I worked with you in Miami, so I know what kind of person you are, but we won't go into it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Joey. Yeah, except we'll be virtually just like you will be virtually at CES. Otherwise, you'll be the only one in Vegas. Uh, But yes, we'll do that. If you want to do what Joey did and other of our listeners, we'd love for you to use the Into Tomorrow app. It's free. Download it. Put it on your phone. Very small little footprint. And then use the app, the audio option. Send us a similar greeting, if you will. Happy holidays. Whatever you'd like to say. Whoever you'd like to thank. And we'll get it on the air. But you got to do it quickly because we've only got what, three weeks at this point before Christmas already? Oh, my gosh. Really? I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Stream Guys, streaming media and podcasting solutions for the smartest businesses on the Internet. Visit StreamGuys.com. Jump aboard the time machine. Jump in. Time to head into yesterday. Yesterday. With this week in tech history. History, history, history. History. 
Here's Chris. Okay. History, history. Oh, that's enough. Yeah. This week in 1882, the Bijou Theater opened in Boston, Massachusetts, and became the first theater to be lighted by electricity. Great googly moogly. Which Thomas Edison himself installed and supervised. Well, he installed it his he own installed self? Installed it his own self. I'm expressed. Yeah. Affirmative. In 1951 this week, the first push-button controlled garage opened in Washington, D.C. A single attendant without entering Noodle a car... Alert. <laughs> a single attendant without entering a car could automatically park or return an auto to or from the parkomat in less than a minute. Oh, my. In 1958 this week, phone calls without the need for an operator were inaugurated in the United Kingdom by Queen Elizabeth II when she spoke to the Lord Provost in a call from Bristol to Edinburgh. In 1960 this week, Sperry Rand Corporation of St. Paul, Minnesota, unveiled a new computer known as Univac 1107. The electronic wizard employed what was known as thin film memory. This massive computer tipped the scales at about 5,200 pounds. All systems are functioning within normal parameters. Yeah, just very heavy. Yeah. In 1967, the French prototype Concorde No. 1 was rolled out in Toulouse, France. The joint British-French venture in the world's first supersonic airliner took two more years of testing and fine-tuning the powerful engines before it made its maiden flight. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And this week in 1968, Douglas Engelbart gave what became known as the mother of all demos, publicly debuting the computer mouse, hypertext, and the bitmapped graphical user interface. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the most significant trade show for consumer electronics and home appliances. Get more at ifa-berlin.com. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, my gosh. You're welcome. Uh, That's Twith. This week in tech history, be sure and catch the video because Chris always does a video and shows you a lot of these things, probably showing you uh, the guy installing his own lights in the theater. Maybe. Maybe. Intotomorrow.com. Let's meet there, shall we? Hey, guys, it's Sue Cosner, your favorite sexual health expert, with another version of Ask the Pro. This month, I got a letter from Sandy in Seattle about an explosive bedroom secret she and her husband recently discovered. She writes, Dear Sue, my husband and I used to have a great life in the bedroom, but in the last few years, he has struggled. He's tried about everything, but nothing has worked. Then one day he came home and gave me a night I will never forget. He told me about this secret formula, Noxitril, that changed our life in the bedroom once and for all. Wow, Sandy, you beat me to it. I recommend Noxitril to every guy that struggles in the bedroom. It's the only one. Noxitril is all natural and works to increase blood flow fast. It's like that little blue pill on steroids. Noxitril has a special free bottle offer shipped discreetly to your door. To find out how to get your bottle of Noxitril, call 800-574-5007. 800-574-5007. Get your free bottle for a limited time. Call now. 800-574-5007. 800-574-5007. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Stream Guys, streaming media and podcasting solutions for the smartest businesses on the internet. Visit StreamGuys.com. James in Grenada, Mississippi, maybe Granada, Mississippi, I'm not sure, listens on Super Talk, Mississippi. Welcome into Tomorrow, James. Yeah, I'm uh, interested in repeaters. Uh, I don't 
know that are called repeaters anymore, but signal boosters for commercial trucks. If you don't know anything about those, I'd love to hear about it and what you recommend. Well, James, matter of fact, WeBoost has a line of devices designed just for what you need. There's a fairly big price range in, in prices from a couple of hundred to around 500, but it all depends on both the kind of truck you want to wire up and where you drive it. Yeah, for example, a Drive Sleek is pretty small and retails for about 200 bucks, but a Drive Reach, which is more powerful and meant for multiple users, will cost you around 500 bucks. Both of those work for cars, but they also sell boosters that are designed specifically for RVs or box trucks. Now, they won't necessarily cost you more money. A Drive Sleek OTR for box trucks retails for $280. Now, if you're looking for something that would allow you to track the vehicles, they do have fleet-specific devices, but we can't help you much with those. Those seem to be package deals, and the price is usually negotiated directly with them. Yeah, but James, hopefully one of those many different models will help you out. Let us know what you end up going with. It'll help others. Intotomorrow.com.